0: The moment you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, he imparted into you by his power and ability the spirit that carries his nature. You are not the physical person you are seeing. There is a spirit that is inside you. That spirit, as a Christian, is not an ordinary one. That spirit came from above. chapter 8 beginning from verse 12 the scripture says then spake Jesus again unto them saying I am the light of the word he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life now Jesus was talking to the Jews and telling them who he is he says I am the light of the word he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life it's so interesting and i'm sure that the jews must have found this amazing for someone to be able to say he is the light of the world you are the light of the world you didn't say you are the light of your of your home he didn't say i am the light of my family he said i am the light of the word anyone whoever it is that follows me shall not work in darkness they shall have the light of life that is amazing anyone it doesn't matter who is where he is including herod at that time who was the king in jerusalem it didn't matter who the person was he says anyone who follows me shall not walk in darkness this was only a carpenter talking and saying anyone who follows me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life what audacity you were not even a politician you were declaring that you are the light of the world and anyone who follows you shall not have any darkness but the light of life it was amazing the jews couldn't take what this guy was talking about they couldn't take it and then let's go on to verse number 13 and the pharisees therefore said unto him thou bearest record of thyself thy record is not true jesus answered and said unto them though i bear record of myself yet my record is true for i know whence i came and whither i I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. It's you that don't know me, but I know myself. That's what Jesus was telling them. I know where I'm from. I know where I'm going. I know myself. You may not know me. It doesn't make me not know myself. I know me. That was what Jesus was telling them. He says, I know me. And a lot of times, in every situation that Jesus finds the opportunity He would introduce himself as he really is now we move on to verse number 24 as they kept discussing with jesus in verse number 24 jesus said something very remarkable he said i say therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins for if ye believe not that i am he ye shall die in your sins now jesus was still talking to the jews because they they couldn't believe what he was talking about now in our previous weeks you remember, we trace who Jesus is in John chapter 1. And we saw how the Bible says that this is the true light that lights every man that comes into the world. Now, Jesus is declaring to the Jews, he says, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Wow! What boldness, these words. They said, come on, these things you are saying is too much for a human being to say. And to make it worse you are saying it of yourself it makes it not true jesus says i know what i'm talking about you may not know me but i know me and he goes on in verse 24 he said i said unto you that ye shall die in your sins because he's saying to them now here is light if you accept this light you will walk in light of life and not in darkness but if you don't accept this light you are going to remain where you are which is darkness and you die in there he says if you don't believe me he says you shall die in your sins i said unto you that ye shall die in your sins for if ye believe not that i am he ye shall die in your sins now i have just explained that verse of scripture john chapter 8 verse 24 in the way that the translators of this particular chapter understood it to be this particular translation that is was the way they understood it to be i'll read it again i said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins colon for if ye believe not that i am he ye shall die in your sins in other words if you believe not that i am he The Christ, the Savior of the world, ye shall die in your sins. But the original Uh, Greek didn't have the word He. It will read, I said unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am, ye shall die in your sins. Jesus was still declaring. While he was talking to them, the consequences of their unbelief, but he was still declaring his identity. Let's go on. In verse 28, he says something similar. Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father had taught me, I speak these things. Now, take note again. In this verse the word he even though it was written in capital in this translation was not in the original rendering now it will read this way then said Jesus unto them when ye have lifted up the son of man then shall ye know that I am and that I do nothing of myself but as my father had taught me I speak these things now If those Jews had understood what Jesus was saying to them at this point, like as he began to say earlier on, they would have questioned him further. But they still did not understand the full meaning of what he was saying. I'll read it again. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am. I will explain to you, what jesus had said he says when you have lifted up the son of man which means when you have crucified the son of man then shall ye know that i am <laughs> after the crucifixion he was dead so he should have he should have said if he was speaking to them in their own he should have said, after you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I was. But that was not what he said. He said, then shall ye know that I am. Even after his death, he was telling them they will know at that time that I am. Not that he was, that I am. The discussion continued and Jesus continued to talk to them. To explain to them or declare to them his identity who he really is let's look at verse number 58 something even more remarkable begins to happen in verse number 58 of the same chapter now i want to take it from the preceding verses so that you can understand fully how this went beginning from verse 56 your father abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad in verse 57 then said the jews unto him thou art not yet 50 years old and hast thou seen abraham jesus said unto them verily verily i say unto you before abraham was i am now He said it in a way that caught their attention. If he had said before Abraham was, I was. It would have been good English, but that was not what he said. He said before Abraham was, I am. Now, if you trace that back to what he said in verse 24, he was using the same word, the same term. He was declaring who he is. Every time he said to them, if you don't believe that I am, He didn't say if you don't believe that I'm he. He said if you don't believe that I am, you shall die in your sins. And now in verse 58, he says unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Aha! This time, he caught their attention. He was using the very term that God used when he was talking to Moses. In other words, he was calling himself the same name that the God of Israel called himself to Moses when he was talking to Moses. In verse 59, Then they took up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of their temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. They were angry. You call yourself God, and they pick up stones to kill him. But remember what Jesus had said earlier on, Verse 24. He says, But I said unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am, ye shall die in your sins. I also want to remind you of what Jesus has said in verse 14. The scripture says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I come and whither I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. You cannot tell. You, You don't know me, but I know me. And I'm telling you who I am. My brother, my sister, if you're listening to me today, you need to know who you are and to declare it. If you don't know who you are, you may not live as such. You may not fulfill your calling the call that is upon you you may not demonstrate your true character it is very necessary to know who you are because it will determine how you live the bible talked about a man sent from god his name is john and this man came to fulfill the special role of declaring who jesus is the special role of announcing the, to the people who jesus is he came to make the way for jesus And the Bible shows us too from what Jesus said that that man, John, was truly Elijah. It was Elijah that came back to the earth again. But when the Jews went to ask him, you are baptizing something very strange. This is remarkable that you're doing. Who are you? Are you Christ? He said, I'm not. Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. So they asked him if he was Elijah. He said he was not. And if you look at the life of John, Because he didn't know the spirit that was in him, he did not fulfill everything that he could have done. For example, the Bible said he did no miracle. But Elijah in the past did miracles a lot. But here he came again because he did not know this time who he is. He did not do no single miracle. You need to know who you are to be able to live the life that you should live. You are not ordinary. There was something Jesus did. He searched out the scriptures to discover who he is. He searched out the scripture. He saw in the scripture where he says he is the one that has been sent to fulfill God's will. So he declared it. I am come to fulfill your will, O God. Because I have seen in the scriptures, in the whole scriptures that he's talking about me and declaring the life that I should live. I have seen it. I'm the one that has, been, that has been sent into the world to accomplish your purpose on the earth. I am that one that should fulfill your will. And I've come to do your will, O God. When you know who you are, then you begin to declare who you are. The world may not know, the world may not believe what you are saying. Jesus said, I am not of the word. I am from above. He said to the Jews, "Ye guys are of the word. You are from beneath, but I am from above. He declared boldly who he is. It doesn't matter who likes what you say. It doesn't matter who accepts it or who doesn't, but he will still declare who he is. And Jesus said the same to us. He says you are not of the world. In John chapter 15 verse 19. He says if ye were of the world. The world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world. But I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore the world hated you. If Jesus says you are not of the world. You are not of the world. In first John. Chapter 4, verse 4. He says, you are of God. Ye are of God. Little children, you have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The scriptures here is making you to understand who you are. You are not of the world. Jesus said so. Now, Apostle John, by the Spirit, he says, you are not of the world, but you are of God. You hail from God. The same way Jesus came from God, and he says, I am from above. Same way, you are not of the world, you are of God. In other words, you have come from above. It doesn't matter whether you were born of a human being, you were born of your mother. Jesus, the same, was born of a woman called Mary but he understood that it doesn't matter whether he was born as a human being he actually came from above you are not the physical person you are seeing there is a spirit that is inside you that spirit as a christian is not an ordinary one that spirit came from above the moment you were born again we saw that in john chapter 1 verse 12 he says anyone who believes in jesus god gives him the power the ability the nature of the son of god you become the techno the like a biological child of god the one that is born of god and that was what john again was referring to in his letter first john chapter four verse four he says you are of god little children my brother my sister if you hear me today you are not of the world you are not an ordinary person you are from above irrespective that you were born of a woman of your earthly parents, like Jesus also was born of a woman, but you are from above. You are from above. And like Jesus did, you go about declaring your identity. I am not an ordinary person. I am from above. I am not ordinary. I am from above. You might see me, I look like a human being to you, but I am not ordinary. I am from above. That's the same thing Jesus did. And when you will do that, I will tell you the result. Jesus said to his disciples, he says, relax, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He was not trying to overcome, but he knew that he had already overcome the world. is the same thing Apostle John is saying. He says you are of God little children. You have overcome the world. If you know who you are, you understand that you are an overcomer of every circumstance that you might find yourself. Situations might look bad but you know who you are. You are not of this world. The systems of the world cannot put you down. You are from above. You have overcome the world and the systems of the world. It might be a virus. It might be pandemic it might be economic crisis it might be people losing jobs it might be whatever it is the systems could turn upside down it has nothing to do with you because you are from above you have overcome the systems of the world you are of god you have overcome why there is a greater one inside you that is greater than every system every circumstance every situation that you might face I remember the song that I love so much. He says, "I can face tomorrow because he lives." And where does he live in heaven? No, he lives inside me. Because he lives in me, I can face tomorrow. It doesn't matter what tomorrow brings. I can face it. Why? I already am an overcomer of the world and the circumstances that the world can present. As Apostle Peter also have this same understanding when he wrote in 2 Peter chapter 1 in verse 3 and verse 4 he says according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue according as his divine power, God's divine ability. It it doesn't it may not make sense to any human being how that could happen. For example, your own sibling, somebody that was born of the same parents with you, will look at you and think, What's wrong with him? <laughs> this thing is gone into his head, he's calling himself a child of God. Well, we are all children of God. Uh, what makes him different to us? He says he's from above. Which above? And we are all from above. He says he has overcome the world and the systems of the world. He even says he could never be sick. Ah, ah. I know when he was sick the other time. He he would be sick again. They don't know what you are talking about. You are speaking a language they cannot comprehend. You know where you are from. They said to Jesus, is this not Jesus the carpenter? But he knew where he's from. He says, you don't know where I am from. But I know where I am from, and I know where I'm going to. I know myself. You may not know, but I know me. Friend, if you are a Christian, you are from above. And because you are from above, God has given you by his divine ability, by his divine walking, he has given you all things that pertain unto life and godliness. How did this come to you? Through the knowledge of him. The moment you know God and you know Jesus, you discover that you have been called unto glory. A life of glory. A life of beauty. A life that wins every time. A life that could never be defeated. You could never be put down by any sickness. You could never be put down by any crisis. You could never be put down by anything whatsoever. No adversary, no adversity can overcome the glory of God in your life. In the next verse, verse 4, I like what it goes on to say. It says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. It says exceeding great. Exceeding, in other words, it's not just great, but it is beyond great. So the kind of precious things that God has said about you is beyond human description. He says these things are exceeding great. They are precious. In other words, you can't fully describe it. And it's beyond being great. He says exceeding great and precious promises. He put there colon. Which means if you read further, you might understand more what is being said. He says that by this, ye might be partakers of divine nature. You might be partakers of the divine nature. Which means... You might be partakers of the God kind of life. You might be partakers. He says these things were promised you. These things were arranged for you. They were organized for you. You were brought into these things so that you can partake in the God nature. Which means there is a nature that makes God God. There is a nature that God has All by himself enjoyed all this. Why? There is a nature that belongs to the God realm. He says, But God is bringing you into it. He says, When we were called of God unto glory and virtue, we were brought into this divine nature he says that ye might be partakers you might participate you might share in this god nature you are part of it now having escaped the corruption that is in the world there is corruption in the world there's degrading there is falling down in the world there is corruption in the world there is falling down in the world there is sickness disease death sin in the world he says you have escaped them how? By the call of God upon you. When he gave birth to you, the moment you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, he imparted into you by his power and ability the spirit that carries his nature. It was imparted into you. That is what John described in John chapter 1, verse 12. He, the, the moment you believe, he gave you power to become the son of God, the technon, the biological, the, like, the, like a biological child of God, somebody that has been given birth to by God. The moment you accepted, it was imparted into you. your own spirit, which was human, was replaced automatically by the spirit of God. And that's what Apostle Peter was referring to in second Peter chapter one in verse three to four. In verse four, he says, "Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of divine nature, that you might come and participate, enjoy." live the divine life and this divine life is a life that is above all negative influences is the life that is above all earthly influences the systems of the world cannot affect it the gems, diseases whatever it is of the world cannot affect this life setback failures cannot affect this life because this life has escaped is taken away from the corruption and the negative influences of the world My brother and my sister, once you know who you are, you begin to declare it. Because in your declaration, you establish who you are. And as you say it, your life goes in that direction. Because as you talk, you're, you're, there is power in your tongue that drives your life. It drives your life. It drives, the apostle says just like the, the little helm in the ship that drives the ship in the midst of the sea. That is what your tongue is in your life. It drives your life the way it should go once you begin to declare who you really are, you see your life moving in that direction. You declare, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because that's what the scripture says about me. God says that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. They said you, you are not, not him that that is what you think. You don't know me. I know me. I am of God. I came from above. So I live the life of God. I have been called into a divine life. I have received the Promises of the divine nature of God. So I exhibit the characteristics of that divine nature. Everybody could be sick, not me, because I'm a Christian. I want you to understand that you are not an ordinary person. And if you are listening to me today, you are not yet a Christian. You could become one. You can say this prayer after me. God in heaven, I thank you for Jesus that died for me and because he died you have removed sin from me i accept jesus today as the lord of my life because i believe that he is alive today having been raised from the dead thank you lord in jesus